Steve, we got some heroes among us this morning. Uh, yeah, our friends from the DEA are here, but they also volunteer their time and do something really great to kind of give back. And John Hill, uh, you've been here before, and we're trying to raise some money for a great cause. Yes, thanks for having us back. Um, myself and sitting next to me, Joe Persani, we're both agents, but we volunteer our free time for the DEA Survivors Benefit Fund. Um, this fund provides financial assistance for families that have lost a uh, husband or a wife or father or mother in the line of duty, both agents and officers. Um, we provide $20,000 within 24 hours of the online duty death to the surviving spouse and then $10,000 for each surviving dependent um, because it takes a while for the benefits to kick in after a tragic incident like that. And then we also provide uh, educational assistance. We pay for school for all dependents, including the surviving spouse. Um, we've had instances where we paid for law school uh, for kids of agents and officers that have died in line of duty. So it's a great cause, something that we really wholeheartedly believe in, and we're here to kind of generate some attention about it and talk about our upcoming golf outing on June 8th in Tanglewood in South Line. And Chuck, you're going to be golfing in this. Yeah, you know, I'm calling in sick that day. I uh, I think it's going to be an earache. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I think well, it's going to be an earache. you know what? We'll give you a pass because it's uh, for a great cause. And John... You can still uh, get a few more people in for this uh, golf outing? Absolutely. You can go to DEASurvivorsBenefit.org. Um, we'll still take some foursomes. There's opportunities if you really believe in the cause like we do. There's opportunities to sponsor a hole for your company. We can put you on in our program, uh, put a hole sign in the hole. And then we're also looking for um, some silent auction items, raffle items, anything like that. Um, it's coming down to the wire, and like any time you're planning a big outing like this, we can use any kind of help at the end. And Joe, you have a really remarkable story. Uh, you were a DE agent, and you were sent over to Afghanistan, and uh, you had a little bit of a tragedy over there. And how you've come out of this is unbelievable, and it's really an inspiring story. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, tell us a little bit what happened. You were in Afghanistan, and you were working with the DEA along with uh, some special forces on Halloween in 2011. Yes, I was assigned to DEA's Foreign Deployed Advisory and Support Team, kind of like DEA's Overseas Tactical Team. And we were in Afghanistan because the military learned early on that the insurgent groups such as the Taliban get their money to do their activities through the sale of illicit drugs, primarily heroin in Afghanistan. And we would go after the heroin labs there along with the places that would sell chemicals and equipment to manufacture heroin. And I was on my second tour in Afghanistan. It was Halloween day, 2011. We were working with Australian special forces. We were assigned to go search the Pake Bazaar in the Helmand province. And this bazaar was known to sell chemicals and equipment to manufacture heroin along with IED making materials in small arms. I was assigned to lead one group to search one side of the bazaar. We landed early morning hours. We initially sustained some incoming gunfire on us. We began to search, um, discovered a lot of evidence items. And then shortly after that, a call to arms by the Taliban and then surgeons came over their loudspeaker PA system saying, today's your day to die. We must kill the infidels. We must drive them out of their land. 
and the incoming gunfire drastically increased on us. The Australians were providing an outer cordon for us. We had the Marine Air Wing providing close air support. We could really hear them getting into it with the insurgents. We called for our helicopters to exfil us out of there. We got bogged down into the firefight. And as we were fighting our way to the helicopters, I was providing covering fire for my teammates engaging targets so they could all get on the helicopter safely. And once they were on or near the helicopter, my team leader said, let's go. I turned left to run onto the helicopter. That's when I was struck in the right side of the head, which we believe was a armor-piercing round from a belt-fed PKM machine gun. Immediately hit the ground. My teammates didn't know what happened. They went over to me, saw I had a hole in my head. They threw me on the back of the helicopter thinking I was deceased. They, short time later, realized I was breathing. They began to work on me in the helicopter, got me stabilized, got me to the base we were staying at, which was Tarrant Cout, brought me to the medical facility there. They did what they could do for me there, then flew me over to Kandahar Airfield, where they had a neurosurgeon and eye surgeon standing by to operate on me. Um, the neurosurgeon, initially, they thought there's nothing they could do to save my life, but they got some more information. They decided, he decided, talked the command into doing surgery and end up saving my life. He worked on me for four and a half hours. The eye surgeon, even though the bullet didn't hit my eyes, the round going through my head, the pressure ruptured both eye globes and detached both retinas really bad. She spent about seven hours putting my eyes back together. I was then flown back to the States. I spent two months in Walter Reed National Naval Medical Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland recovering. Then another month down at the McGuire VA in Richmond. Later attended blind school in Chicago, Illinois. And fortunately for me, me, DEA kept me on as an agent. And I'm back to work doing what I can, doing a lot of motivational speaking about overcoming adversity. And, You're a um, remarkable guy, Joe. You you still go out hunting. You skydive. You have not let this injury and losing your sight stop you one bit. And I, I love that. Thank you. When I was laying in the hospital in Walter Reed, I listened to my family and teammates talk about all these injured young soldiers coming over from home from overseas, maimed up really bad. And when I was feeling down and depressed, I just thought to myself, Joe, there's always somebody that has it worse. You can make a couple choices when something bad happens to your life and a lot of bad things are going to happen. You can hide in a corner and let life pass you by. You can get out there and do what you can do. So I made that commitment to do as much as I possibly can do. And that's my goal. New things I'm willing to try and do. And this uh, Survivor's Benefit Fund, John, is one of the things that helped – you know, Agent uh, Joe here, and and you know it would help a lot of other people. So that's why we're asking for a little help, some donations, silent auction items, and if somebody wants to golf in this, they can do that by just going to absolutely the DEA Survivors Benefit dot org. Uh, the website there has directions on how to donate. If you want to register your foursome, whatever you can provide. If you can't do the outing this year and you still want to donate to our fund, um, that website's up uh, twelve months a year. Um, we are always taking donations. Um, the people that started our foundation 
probably in the late 90s, have done a fantastic job. And it sounds like a lot of money, but we are probably $2.5 million away from being an endowment where we don't have to do financial uh, raising finan- finances and golf outings and stuff like that. It's This fund has really grown. We're taking care of about 24 kids who lost their uh, mothers or fathers in the line of duty. Um, a few years back, we had a task force agent get killed in the line of duty during a marijuana eradication uh, mission, and he left behind five kids um, that wow. we we're going to be paying for college for all five of those kids. Wow. And Joe is is an avid bodybuilder. He is in great shape. And I would love to see how far he could hit a golf ball. I, I bet. I, are you good at golf, Joe? Actually, when we were in blind school, one of the things they had us do if you wanted to go was golf. And I went golfing blind twice in blind school. And I probably golf better now than when I could see. But you don't have to worry about taking your eye off the ball. Well. And they just line you up and you swing away. And most often than not, I can hit the ball. Well, so You can still beat me. Yeah, you know what? I bet you could probably beat me in shooting. You know, we, we shoot a lot at the police department. But I know you DEA agents shoot like crazy. You You train all the time in that. So I know shooting is one of the things that you love doing, and you'll be deer hunting again this fall, Joe? Yes. A group in Michigan called Wheeling 454 in the Thumb area of Michigan doing a whitetail hunt. Oh, that's great. And Joe's a competitive bodybuilder. He's got a competition coming up where he's hoping to get his national card. That's right. National pro card. In June, on June 30th in Teaneck, New Jersey, the Mr. Universe competition. Came very close last year. I got second place, needed first, so hopefully this is the year. Joe, you're an inspiration to everyone listening. And thank you for your service, both of you. Yeah, thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you.